Welcome to the Addiction Reset Podcast, where we share a method to overcome addiction and reset your life. Now, here are your hosts, James Pendleton and Amy Kasky. joining us today on the Addiction Reset Podcast. We're so glad you're here. James and I were both looking at each other. We weren't sure which one of us was going to start today. (laughs) We're so glad um, to be talking today about the light of the world and our Savior. Um, Kind of focusing on this topic because Christmas is a week and a day away. Can't believe it. James just told me him and his wife basically have all their shopping done. So hopefully if you're listening, you're feeling prepared as a parent or a spouse and or if you're even not a parent or a spouse, but ready to just enjoy the Christmas holiday. So we're going to talk a little bit today about um, a topic that's um, near and dear to James and I's heart. And we know um, those of you that have listened, you know, we're members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and we focus all of our... um, coaching and and our whole method um, in overcoming addiction and just in changing and growth in general on the principles of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so today gets to be a more um, spiritual, a more personal topic. One of my very favorite quotes um, by President Nelson is where he says, um, that joy has little to do with the circumstances of our life and everything to do with the focus of our life. And so as the church has got the Light the World initiative and we think about um, that quote and how that truly can change everything by focusing on our Savior, let's kind of just start off with some of your thoughts on that, James. What do you think about that? Well, I think... When we're caught up in addiction, a lot of times it's really hard to kind of have that focus on anything other than the failure or the struggle or whatever it is in that moment that you're trying to trying to overcome. But I think that that quote speaks so true to, you know, kind of what we we teach in the beginning of our courses or when we start coaching somebody is our mindset and changing it changing our mindset and thinking of things a little bit differently. And that this is exactly why, like we can change our focus of where we're at and specifically focusing on our savior. Um, we, I, I share that story that, you know, you, you said that the atonement covers that too. And, um, and a question I asked you in the midst of my addiction. And I think that was, if you can narrow it down to what changed, that was the change, right? the focus wasn't on the fact that I couldn't fix it anymore. It was focusing on, well, even in spite of where I'm at and where I don't want to be necessarily, Christ is still there, right? And he's still going to accept me and love me in spite of of my imperfections. And I think that's why it's so powerful is if we can focus on our Savior, everything else that we think has massive meaning or huge meaning in our lives really doesn't have as much meaning as we kind of place on it if we'll kind of just just focus on the savior and that's why christmas time is a bittersweet time for me i hate the consumer side of christmas but i absolutely love the christ part of christmas 
and um it's just just such a great time to kind of refocus on on what it's all about what life's all about and where christ can set and be in our life yeah i just had an epiphany i've been reading um that book mindset and i don't have it sitting in front of me so help me out the author um I'll share the author's name in the show notes, but she goes in very, very in-depth into fixed mindset and growth mindset. And when you were just talking, it really like was like this epiphany light bulb moment just right then in the, um, I think we, and you know, I'm going to go out on a non, non-scriptural interpretation here, but I think we tend to, I know I, at least in the past, kind of felt like God and our Savior have a fixed mindset, which is so crazy. But I think the natural man, we we kind of think that they see us as like, you've either got it and you're successful or you're a failure, right? Like, right. And I think because of the, um, the, the times we hear in the scriptures, be therefore perfect, even as I am perfect, and just that cultural um, and, you know, all that we're um, asked in the gospel to do. So we're kind of like either we have it or we don't have it, right? And we assume that in their judgment of us and in even their chastisement of us, they're coming from that place of a fixed mindset. And it was just this huge epiphany that I was like, that's, I think, what changed for us. Um, really, both of us was recognizing that we needed to have a growth mindset like our Savior because he does not have a fixed mindset. He does not see us as a failure and done. Like he is so um, in that growth mindset where it's a process. He recognizes the journey. And when we can focus on him, then we can start to think like him. You know, you shared your, um, your experience. Similarly for me, it was when we were going through the addiction recovery program together with my son that really I started to, um, take off layers and realize that I had been understanding the atonement of Jesus Christ from such a superficial, um, immature level. And at that time I was like 30 something years old and I'd been taught and in the church my whole life. And I realized that I had been using the atonement of Jesus Christ and our savior's light as like a contingency plan. Like I'm going to do everything I can to be a hundred percent perfect um, and keep all the commandments and do everything right. And dang it, when I don't get it right, then he's there. Then I'll turn to him. Then I'll say, I'm sorry. And then I'll try really, really, really hard again to be perfect all over again. And um, that's a fixed mindset. Right. And I think I thought that's what God expected of me. I think I thought that that was exactly what God meant when he's like, be there for perfect, right? You try your very, very hardest. And then I provided a way just in case you can't get it right. When in reality, God was like, there's no way you're going to get it right. right. I never expected you to like get it on your own. I always expected you to need the sun and his light and his help. And the only way you're going to truly find growth and joy and overcome your weaknesses is when you can see yourself through that growth mindset and understand that it's a journey and that the savior is going to help you every step of that journey. And it was just so like, I'm still 
um, working down through those levels. But I'm like a few levels lower than I used to be. And it's so reassuring. Like it feels so good to be like, oh, like I don't have, like it's just like it really is when the Savior says, come unto me, all you that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. It's because he's like, my light will help it not feel so dark. My light will help it not feel so heavy. I'm here to help you. You don't have to carry all of this by yourself. And for those that are um, in the thick of an addiction, that's that's the hope they need. That says, like, don't give up. Like, you're not a failure. It's okay. There is going to be only maybe a teeny sliver of light, but we're going to keep expanding that with the Savior's help, and you're going to keep growing. Yeah. Yeah, when you say be therefore perfect, we talked about that in the church last week, and I think it's a misinterpreted scripture a lot of times. Again, that's my personal opinion. But in reality, like, there's no way that we can be perfect. So, like, the thought of trying what we should be trying is finding that relationship with Christ, right? Because that's the only possible solution to kind of the situation that we're in. But, you know, like you said, there's only sometimes in addiction, there's only a little glimmer of hope or a little glimmer of light. But I had an opportunity a couple years ago uh, to meet with the primary kids monthly and give them kind of like a little devotional. And I decided to, um, because I really, like at that moment, that was right in the, right in the midst of, or right in the beginning of my recovery, if you will. And I just, if we could stop teach, or if kids could learn only one thing in our church, if I could like narrow it down to one thing that I would want them to learn, it would be like how to have a relationship with Jesus Christ and why. And so what I did is over like a 12 month period, I just gave them one reason every month of this is why it would be so awesome to have to know your savior, right? One was like, he's the greatest superhero. Uh, he's your advocate. And I explained to them what that would mean and how amazing of a gift that is that he would actually advocate for us, even though that we're going to be not necessarily worthy of that advocation. Um, also that he um, is perfect and that he's the greatest teammate is one of the things. And that's where, in addiction, another one was he's the, your best friend you could ever ask for. And in, in the addiction, we it's such a lonely place a lot of the times. We try and make it less lonely with what we do on the podcast and changing the conversation. But for the m- most part, most people are very lonely in their addiction. And that's why if we can just change the focus of the, that loneliness and focus on our Savior, there's so many aspects of our Savior that can that can heal not necessarily just fix the addiction for us because likely that's not what's that's not what is going to happen but what is going to happen is there's going to be a lot of tools and a lot of bright spots that christ can come and help you along the way that would give you reason to continue down this hard trial that you may be going through and specifically he's going to be there always as a friend and always as that light there's always no matter how dark you feel like your life can be or that moment can be if you turn your focus to Christ, he is light. That's what he is. And so light will dispel the darkness. And that's why it's just so important that no matter where you're at, whether it's addiction, whether it's just life in general, if we can 
retune that focus to Christ on a regular basis, multiple times a day, there's really no better way to live a better life. Right? We can we can always kind of give the check marks of what we should be doing, but in reality, if we can narrow it down to that one thing, it's turning to Christ and letting Him be your focus, and all the other stuff will kind of work its way out. Yeah, I love that so much. I loved how as you were saying those things, I was thinking how those are the gifts that we receive from Him and His light. And um, there's times when we just really need to dial in and focus on that connection with him. And then there's other times when we share that light with others, you know, and both are needed. It, it is his gift to us and then our gift to share it with others. I just wanted to share a small part in the addiction recovery program. The second step is hope. And I thought um, that is what the savior gives us. That's what his light gives us is that hope hope that we can change, hope that we can overcome the things that we're struggling with, our weaknesses, hope for a better world, you know, all the things that hope brings us. But Elder Bednar, he says, we should not underestimate or overlook the power of the Lord's tender mercies, the simpleness, the sweetness, and the constancy of the tender mercies of the Lord will do much to fortify and protect us in the troubled times in which we do now and will yet live. And I think about how his light can change everything. It can fortify and protect us. He goes on to say, when words cannot provide the solace we need or express the joy we feel, when it is simply futile to attempt to explain that which is unexplainable, when logic and reason cannot yield adequate understanding about the injustices and inadequacies of life, when mortal experience and evaluation are insufficient to produce the desired outcome, and when it seems that perhaps we are so totally alone, truly we are blessed by the tender mercies of the Lord and made mighty even under the power of deliverance. And I just think, oh, how powerful that statement is in the times when we just feel like we cannot overcome our addiction. We cannot get the outcome. We're trying so hard. And we do, like you say, we feel so alone. And yet the Savior's light is what will end up making all the difference. But he goes on to say that some people don't believe that they are, you know, can qualify. They believe that the tender mercies of the Lord aren't available to them. They're just reserved for people that are more righteous or that don't have problems or maybe aren't still struggling with their weakness. And he just, he talks about how untrue and completely wrong that is. The Savior's light is there for all of us. It's there for those dark moments. Surely he rejoices with us too, you know, and surely um, he's there for all the good times as well. But I guess I just really today for our listeners wanted them to feel that gift at this Christmas season that like you say, it's not about the presents that, that we can buy in a store. It's about the gift that was given from that babe in Bethlehem and the light that he offers and how that light can truly come in and make the darkest times of our life wonderful in spite of the dark because of his light. Yeah, not only can he, but he will, right? And I think that's where a lot of people maybe 
misinterpret like they believe that he has the ability to do it but like Elder Bednar said they just don't believe it'll happen to them but he will and the key is just focus on him and you know that's that's what maybe we can leave you with for this week is you know use this Christmas season to rechange your focus change it back to Christ even if you feel like you've done, been doing great and had a great relationship keep that focus on him and if we'll do that those tender mercies will come and all of a sudden we will start to see progress. And even if we're struggling with progress, we'll still see greater hope because of the, the focus that we have on Christ, because that's what he can bring to us is hope. So Merry Christmas to everybody. And um, remember the reason that we celebrate is our savior, Jesus Christ. And we'll leave you with that today. Thank you so much for joining us on the Addiction Reset Podcast. We are on a mission to change the conversation surrounding pornography. Our reset method will help those looking to overcome their addiction and transform their life. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or at our website, theaddictionreset.com. Also, if you are interested in one-on-one -on -one coaching, email us at james at theaddictionreset.com or look for the coaching tab on our website. If you like what you heard today, subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. Leave us a five-star rating and let us know what you thought in the reviews. This will help our podcast reach more people. Remember, with the Reset Method, recovery is in your future.